Look at you, hacker. A pathetic creature of meat and bone. Panting and sweating as you run through my corridors. How can you challenge a perfect, immortal machine? I am Paul Charchi, and my co-host is always Reiner from Game Informer and GameInformer.com. Hi. Hello. Good to be back. I think this is our first of two March shows. Yeah. And then April's up in limbo. The surging wild may put a crimp in our plans. They're red hot. Keep going. They are red hot. Um, we love to have shows, um, but we also love the wild to win playoff games. So a, mil- a mixed blessing as they charge into the playoffs. Yeah, so- sometimes... The yeah. hot team can pull it off. You know, they weren't the best all year. Especially in right? hockey. Yeah. Especially in hockey. Um, so much to talk about, and no bigger topic right now, this moment, than the news that came down, I believe, earlier today or late last night. I think it was earlier today. We now know that, to at least to a degree, the stranglehold that EA has had on the football market is breaking up. One wall is down, I would say. One wall. Yes, still many left. There are there are some left. 2K is making multiple non-simulation style NFL games, Reiner. And before we get into that, I should mention I think we have giveaways, Brian. I believe we have giveaways and wait, I'm told, yes. No, wait. I don't have it here. Should I have You're looking right now. Brian will tell us we have giveaways. I'm pretty sure we do. Uh and your participation is requested tonight. 1-800-320-5326. Reiner, 2K's making non-simulation NFL games. Now, non-simulation to me means you can't have Madden, which really is trying to simulate very realistically what happens on, on a Sunday. Yeah. But that, to me, immediately swings the door wide open for an NFL Blitz-style game. That's the first place my head went on this. And obviously, 2K has got the chops for this. Not only was the the NFL 2K games that were awesome on Dreamcast and earlier systems, but also, you know, look what they've done with NBA 2K. You know, arguably you know, the best sports franchise ever in terms of quality. Yeah. What does simulation mean? How much of that experience has to be accurate to what football is? Could they still do realistic football on Mars? Yeah. And be like, it's science fiction. Right. I, maybe. I doubt it. I mean, if it played just like... Madden, but had a setting on Mars, I don't think that'd be enough. Now, if you could play in low gravity, now we're talking, maybe. Okay, so you think it has to tweak the actual game itself. It cannot cannot be first down, you have four downs, 100 yards. It has to be different. I kind of think so. Um, Brianne letting me know, we have Slay the Spire. How'd you get that? How about that is our giveaway? Maybe talking about it. The best game of 2019, Slay the Spire. We have a PS4 copy, an Xbox copy, and a Nintendo Switch York Comfort Grip all to give away. 
two callers on tonight's show. Sorry to interrupt. Do we have the Switch version of Slay the Spire or we just don't. the grip? We just, nope. We just have, P- okay. we have the PS4 and Xbox versions. Um, so EA continues to be exclu- the exclusive rights holder to simulate simulation-style games, but we should note that NBA 2K has obtained the NFL license, so it's going to be the Minnesota Vikings, and the NFLPA li- license, so it's going to be Kirk Cousins throwing to Adam Thielen. That's good. But what else can they do? So let's just say there's NFL Blitz. Yeah, I think that is the easy money. That's right? the easy answer, right? That has to be one now, of those games. Do you know the status of it? Because Midway owned the rights to NHL Hits, NFL Blitz, uh, MLB Slam Down, or whatever it yeah. was, and NBA Jam. So do we know what the status of those IPs are? Because Midway went under. I want to say that EA has Blitz. Oh, Because wow. they had that NBA was... Jam, right? That was like Did a I... pack-in with... Um... NBA Live, right? No, I hope Something not. Something like that. Oh, jeez. I don't want to hear that EA has NBA has NFL Blitz. But at the same time, I think Blitz at this point, it's nostalgic. It is. Nostalgic. I don't know if people would see yeah. that on the store shelves and immediately be like, I'm Oh, I got to go play that again. Yeah. But if you make a new IP that has NFL in it, right. a new title, something something's, you know, flashy that speaks mm-hmm. to what it is, that could be intriguing. Yeah. I think it, it could be. It, I, there are probably other things you could do with football. And these quarterbacks and the challenge. Team. Yeah, that's what worries me. Is it's going to be like throwing balls through a tire or something? Yeah, American That'd Gladiators. That'd be so lame. Stuff. Yeah, I. You know, I, is, are we going to have a dungeon or, crawl football game? Maybe they could figure RPG. Out, maybe they could figure out a realistic version that's not what is it? Eleven on eleven. Yeah. Uh, five on five. You know, something that's a little yeah, different. It could be. It could be five on five. But at the same time, is is well, not you know knocking guys' heads off and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, which unfortunately they probably won't let you probably can't do maybe a helmet. I, yeah. I, but I think, I, I think frankly, many people would like to see dismemberment in their next, <laughs> in their next game. I, you're probably right. The NFL won't let that. I happen. don't think that, I don't think they will. Unfortunately. Now 2k says that these football games, plural, they've been emphatic with the plural on this are in the works, but will not be ready for this football season. These are 2021 releases coming for these. You know what they need to do is build up these beautiful stadiums perfect player like make them like madden style you mm-hmm. know and then maybe eventually that's your proof of concept eventually when the contract's up for the nfl yeah you could be like we're ready we to could go. play in this field too we're yeah, ready to right. go and yeah. They, yeah they are for sure now they can compete with madden a variety of ways number one just don't have microtransactions and you've already got the vast majority <laughs> of users are ready to switch out of madden yeah that's enough right there the microtransactions in madden are maddening and I, a lot of people have been frustrated with that. Madden also, it's just so buttoned up, right? It's just so it's so NFL, so non-fun. Yeah. I, I would try to find out the degree to which 2K can push the boundaries of, of the fun in football before the NFL pushes back. Yeah, as soon as you get that license, you might be doomed, though. You might be. But I'd like to think that, that the NFL could be self-aware enough to let to let them have some self you know self deprecating humor and i know everybody wants lightning to strike twice you want nfl 2k5 again one of the best football games ever made some people sure. say that is the best that tech mobile yeah. and one of the maddens i can't remember which one but that i don't think that day is ever going to come again and it's too bad we didn't get that series to continue on yeah. that ea you know got the exclusive rights Right when 2K was making its move, that game hit, and it was only $20. I know. And everybody was snatching up, and the EA's like, 
Yeah, we, well, we know how to wait, counter this. Th- that's right. With money. Boatloads of money. And they just they bought the exclusive rights to the NFL, and they've had it for over 14 years, something yeah. like that yeah. now. Yeah. That's sad. We've got a caller who wants to chime in on this topic, and that is Tom. Hi, Tom. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Thanks for calling tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. So I was thinking, you know, NFL Blitz obviously a hit. But when I think back to some of the hits in terms of football games, what about maybe doing an NFL street, bringing that back? Yeah. Or doing like a backyard football take on it where you, you create your own custom character so you can kind of get a little out of hand with it and then you know, design your own team around your character, bring in some of the pros. What do you think, Reiner? I could see that working. That kind of defeats the purpose of getting... Yeah, you're taking on the pros, but when you're creating your own character, backyard setting, I don't know if that's super intriguing. That seems more like geared for children, and that's what that series used to be. Yeah, backyard it used football. to be, yeah. yeah. So I think that has that kind of um, nostalgic tie as well that yeah. is a little off-putting. NFL Street... I played a lot of NFL Street and the NBA Street games mm-hmm. and those... Um, to me, they just felt like the same, much of the same games, but on a on concrete. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, Tom. I, you know, maybe. And by the way, we should mention EA owns the rights to the streets. I mean, it won't literally oh, be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, EA owns those rights, so it won't literally be NFL Street again. But um, for something like it, I there is something to be said about a fast-paced game because you know Madden is so deep with a billion plays and you know all yeah. the settings and everything. I do think whatever NFL 2K comes out with, it will be faster, more streamlined, pick up and play, four-player couch co-op. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. That's kind of my thought. All right, all right. But that, I didn't know NFL Street was already on that year. Yeah, so. I know. So they got that particular brand. But you could do something in that vein, I suppose. I Tom, they, I'll throw you and hold. You can pick up one of our giveaways tonight. I hope they push it as close as they can, right against the line of what a simulation is. Yeah. Well, see, I want them to go the. I kind of want them to go the other way and well, make they have it multiple silly games, cartoony. Though. That's true. So you could do that, yeah. and then yeah. but also have one that is just kind of still grounded in something you know awfully close to reality. Yeah, yeah. what it's eventually yeah. going to become. Yeah. Uh, just waiting for the day that EA decides exactly. not to pay that license, or the NFL finally, the NFL gets or, tons of backlash for this, or it becomes NCAA. Well, you mean goes away permanently? <laughs> what do you mean? Because NCAA no, went, like, went away permanently. Well, right, no, but like a college football kind of game, right? Yeah, that's got all. You know, that's got a whole series. The college football and college basketball things have got all kinds of problems built into that too, with the players right. and. You know, paying paying licensing for all the players, and then if it's not the players, you got to pay all the schools and do it. Uh, it's tough. Uh, John, hello. You want to talk uh, about this topic as well? Yeah, I was wondering if they're going to do old school games again. Why not bring back Mutant League football or Mutant League hockey? They already did. Yeah. Oh, did they really? Yeah. There's two Mutant League games out, or or just the one? I think so. Uh, there was one for sure that came out maybe three years ago, but it didn't. It did not fare. It didn't review well. It was a Kickstarter didn't sell campaign. well. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think it unfortunately was done very well. But somebody obtained the obtained the license to it uh, to the name and put one out in that vein. It might have been PC only, and okay. that might have been uh, part of why I think a lot of people didn't get a chance to experience it. Would oh, Troy okay. Aikman's football be considered simulation? Oh, Troy Aikman football. <laughs> Bring that back. Wow. That's that games are great. Yeah. Do you remember uh, Bill Walsh football? For oh, the... yeah. It was on so, the... Uh, Bill Walsh was a good one, but the other classic was NFL football starring Joe Montana back in 95. On Genesis. On Genesis. That I, was... Yeah. I think that was the best football of them all. 
Uh, I wouldn't go beautiful. that far, but beautiful yeah. back then. Oh, it man. was back then. The what move. what the was the one? Move. What was the one where they're big? They're the same era. The big the big hook was that it talked to you. Oh, I remember quarterback. No, that was Joe, Manta, was Joe it, Montana. Talking. Was it Joe Montana yeah, yeah, yeah. talking? That sports was the one. talk football. Oh, yeah, sports talk was, football. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> when sports that. talk meant something else. Um, thank you for the call, John. I'll throw you on hold. You can pick up one of our giveaways tonight. Here's another question. Yeah, is Tecmo Bowl considered a simulation? That's great question. Close, right. Yeah, cr- great question. But not, I mean, that's not eleven on eleven. It isn't eleven on eleven. So they no, I would say no. Oh. But they brought back Tech Mobile too, and people didn't but care. But no, like just straight up classic style Tech Mobile with the new players, stat tracking, seasons, franchise mode. I think that's what was. Yeah, I think that's a lot of what was in the reboot of Tech Mobile a few years ago. I I think. I, I don't know. know. Maybe somebody's listening can tell me for sure, but I believe that is the case. Uh, that at least is at least the best of my recollection. So again. 2K announcing they're going to make non-simulation NFL games. I, it's it's still a year out, but it's exciting to know that there are games in the works that will give us an opportunity to play football. That's not Madden. yeah, And not that Madden's a disaster. It's not, but you can tell that they run unopposed. It's got all the hallmarks of a monopoly. They just don't have to work that hard to keep their business. And it's interesting what's happening with the MLB on that same note. Sony's had that monopoly, right? They're the, they've yeah. been the only one really making a good baseball game. Yes, there's the RBI. Mm-hmm. Oh, trash. Right. right. Bad games. Right. But they've done a pretty good that, job. But to break up that kind of monopoly now, yeah. they might be forced to put these games on other systems. We think it might be coming to Switch and Xbox next year. Yeah. That's um, crazy. That right? would be crazy. You know, and to that point, Sony just announced today that Horizon Zero Dawn, probably my favorite. It it is my favorite PS4 exclusive for this whole generation, Horizon Zero Dawn coming to PC. Steam, Steam. It's that's awesome. I love it. And you know who? You know I. You know what else I love, Reiner? I love that the the Sony purists hate it. You know what? Jam it, you losers. <laughs> because a, a great game deserves to be played by everybody who can play it. Right. And you. These games don't need the val- the validation of the the single console that you decided to buy, and that you have some m- superior, higher moral <laughs> footing because you chose the PS4. I chose the PS4, and but I had- want everybody to be able to play Horizon Zero Dawn because it's a great game. Yeah, and you had how long of an exclusive? Five, Three years, four years, yeah. I don't know, whatever. Plenty of time. More than enough. Yeah, more than enough. Spread the love. But I think these people are in. You know, you know, I'm not exaggerating about this. No, no, this. no. I've seen it all over the place today. The you're right about Tecmo Bowl, by the way. Tecmo Bowl throwback, but it doesn't look very good. But okay. 2K can make a good game like that. Well, 2K could do it right. That's for sure. Um, and I really do believe that half of the battle is a pick up and play football game. Yeah. Right now, if you've never played Madden. And two buddies haven't played Madden, and we're all in my house, and we're going to play four-player couch co-op with the whiskey of our choice. It's just to get that game to a state where we can even play it means I got to go. I got to go through the menus. I got to turn off the play clock because you can't even get through. You can't even call play in the thirty seconds it takes. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's just it's so hard. If you can do a pick up and play football game that's fun and totally approachable, bang, you're in. 
Remember on Dreamcast when everybody was like using the little VMU screen, the memory card yeah, screen you, for their play selection? I do. I don't but know how we did really that. you see it. No. So everybody's just trying to like, nobody knew what they were really picking. That was such a good <laughs> idea. It was. It I was. had to play that way. Yeah. I had to play. I mean, right now, you still have an idea what the play is yeah. that, you know, your, that your opponents called, which is not cool. You shouldn't be able to do that, but no. that's, that's how it works right now. No, they actually have button presses where you can like hold down and it like fakes out. Yeah, that is true. Uh, yeah. yeah, you can do that. <laughs> now we think. Now, do we think that we don't know for sure? Do we think the next PS, the PS5 controller will have an LED screen on it? Right. I don't know. I don't think so. It should. It should have a touch screen with a screen on the controller. We know the Xbox is not going. Uh, the Xbox will not. So you think about parity with third party that mm-hmm. would be a huge advantage for sony then oh big and big would change advantage. how people make games oh it would because i you know i've got a whole other inter- interaction point with that screen that i can work with that's my map in Assassin's sure Creed. oh yeah, yeah. The, and the map's effectively always up without put well cluttering yeah. my hud on screen that'd be awesome that would be awesome andy and tyler if you'll continue to hold we'll get to your calls next we also have to talk about call of duty modern warfare they just launched their free battle royale today 150 person battle royale completely free yeah reiner's already put four did you say four hours yeah we did four to five hours four to five hours of it today we'll talk about that between now and the top of the hour as well it's video games weekly on the fan this is video games weekly on the fan fan. i must be real south yeah this is taking an Welcome back to the show. Reiner, what are we listening to? That's my band, the Rapture Twins. All right. A song called Eternity. Eternity, based on? An old game called Overblood. And our lives. But, and it's yeah. Eternity? Your yeah. lives? Really? Yeah. It's not is. that old yet. No. Younger than me. Uh, Andy and Tyler on hold. We'll get to your calls momentarily. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Battle Royale launched today. This is the 150-player Battle Royale. Same structure as all the other ones. You get dropped onto an island, shrinking boundaries, last man standing wins. There are a couple of variations here that are unique. One key variation, Reiner, and I think this is the first big market game that's done this. I think some of the littler ones have. If you die, it sends you to prison for a one-on-one death match to come back. It is such a brilliant idea. It really is. You go to the gulag or something like that. Yeah, it's the gulag. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, you they give you one weapon, and it's... First kill wins, and they go back onto the map. How do you now? You immediately come flying back down like you're on the airplane again. Yeah, right. So d- does it throw off just sort of the, the balance of the Battle Royale to have no. that in there at all? Not at all. No? Yeah. It, it's and if still, you die twice, you're out. I mean, you're dead dead if you die twice. But the it, map is big enough where you're not constantly kind of overwhelmed or there isn't someone right around you. Yeah. This is a slower-paced Battle Royale game than... Even Blackout, the previous Call of Duty but, yeah. uh, Battle Royale, and then Fortnite as well. I, I say it sits a little bit more in the PUBG territory uh, with squads hunting each other, mm-hmm. using vehicles to get different vantage points, You know, taking a risk by going yeah. across the map. And then the, you know, the circles move slowly. There's, there's another mode, Plunder, which is all about getting money. And we rarely saw people in that one. We're yeah. just raiding houses... And then, you know, the people with the highest amounts of money, they yeah. show up as yeah. blips on the map. Everybody's on them. And everybody goes there. But if you don't, you can just keep hunting in the, the periphery. And here's the thing. It's 150 player, but there is no constricting circle. So people aren't being forced in. It's just 25 minutes. 
However much you can earn, whoever has the oh, most money at the end okay. wins. All right. So it's a longer and match. Can, can, correct me if I'm wrong, but you can also spend the money. They've got like vending machines. Yes. You can go spend the money to gain superpowers Payloads, and stuff like that, right? Resurrect uh, one of your fallen. Yeah, right. Stuff like that. Yeah, so you have to decide. Cool. Now, if you spend the money, that hurts you because the goal of this, this mode is to, if the plunder mode Have is to most. make money. But, but you spend it, you bring back yeah. your sharpshooter, and you're good to go. Right, right. You stand a better chance. Correct. Uh, so there's uh, there's that. So again, I'll mention this because this is probably the, the lead on this. The Call of Duty Modern Warfare Battle Royale is free. Yes. You do not have to have bought Modern Warfare. Um, and this is the first time. They've had Battle Royale one other time, as you mentioned, in Black Ops 4. But this is the first time that it is it has been free to play, and you can download it right now. Here's what's great about this format. I know people, you know, groan about free to play because they're going to get nickel and dime somehow with the battle pass or anything like that, buying skins, stuff like that. But this living outside of the core Call of Duty games mm-hmm. is great because we had Blackout attached to Black Ops, right? And once that year was over, it's like, well, I love this mode, but are they going to continue Keep supporting it? Keep going, it? yeah, right. No, whereas this one, living on its own, you could still have those annualized games that are doing the standard MP mm-hmm. and the story mode, yeah, and then just maybe feed some of that content into the Battle Royale, change up the map a little bit, you know, do different things that theme it to the new game, but just have this be its own unique thing. That means you basically get two Call of Duty games a year. That's fantastic. Two avenues of play, right? Yeah, and very and very different avenues of play. Yeah, uh, and we should mention that if you earn or purchase cosmetics in the battle royale mode, you can transfer those to the retail version. That's that's a unique idea. Yeah, so, so the, the, the battle pass. Stuff, yeah, yeah, right. I think that that part makes some sense as well. Uh, so you had some, you had some, you had hands on time with it, just fun. Oh, it's great. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it has all the elements that you expect from battle royale. There's the halo jump coming in, and it's you remember that. Gareth Edwards God, Godzilla movie with the smoke no. trails, the the red smoke trails as people are halo jumping in toward Godzilla. Everybody has these red smoke trails. Right. So there's 150 of these wow, cool. flying in. It's beautiful looking. Yeah. And then it, you know, Call of Duty's gunplay is some of the best. It, it Maybe is. still it's the so, best. It's right? so good. Destiny, yeah. Apex Legends, Call of Duty. You can't beat those games. They're they're so good. Tuned just perfectly. So you have this. Uh rare or um random Weapon drops, yeah, you know, throughout the the levels, which is a bit tricky. But get this: if you go in by yourself, if you don't have a team, yeah, you're immediately at odds, right? Like you don't have an advantage. But they give you your payload that you want hmm. going in, so you have weapons before you even land. Oh, that's great! I think that's a cool pay or trade off. If you are like this Rambo style player, yeah, I don't need someone at my back. You could just already have guns, probably take out a few people right out of the out of the gates, and then. Uh, Work your way from there. Yeah, try, right. to, try to figure it out from there. Fun. Andy, thank you for your patience. Almost a half hour on hold. I really appreciate it. No worries. How's it going, gentlemen? Good. Good. Thank you. It's a big day. It's so much news. Very much news. Um, I was calling because uh, it's a little bit of a throwback. I, I was starting to mourn the delay of cyberpunk, and yeah. instead of just wallowing in that you know uh, shame, I decided to go back and look at some games that I was interested in last year, but then didn't uh, pick up for whatever sure. reason. Yeah. And the one that I did pick up, uh, it was released last July for the Switch. It was the sequel to Crypt of the Necrodancer with a Zelda theme. It was called Cadence of High Rule. Right. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I wanted to write a 30 second review. So I oh, wow. Perfect. All right. It. Now let's see if Brianne is ready to go on the 30 second review. Of course she is. 
All right, Andy, whenever you're ready, we're ready over here. All right. 30 seconds is an appropriate review length for Cadence of Hyrule because that's about how long it takes to beat it. (laughs) This is is a light roguelike that drips of Link to the Past nostalgia and takes one of the low-key best parts of Zelda, the music, remixes it, and makes it an integral part of the gameplay itself. The longer you navigate through the world to the beat of the music, the more powerful you become. Dungeons are randomly generated. Death results in the loss of most of your items. And while likely the best third-party Zelda game I've ever played, it ends way, way too soon, and I was left wanting more. All right. Nicely done, Andy. That was fantastic. Well-scripted. Cadence of Hyrule. Andy, Andy, did you play it? Other Andy? I have two Andys. <laughs> uh, Reiner, did you play it? Uh, no, I didn't. You didn't play it. All right. It's um. It, I remember reviewing well, but it sounds like you like it, but it's short, Andy. It is very short, but it, it, it takes a... If you liked Crypt of the Necrodancer, it's very good. If you love Zelda music, which I do, I listen to Zelda music like when I study or whenever I do paperwork. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely... If, if you find yourself like whistling Saria's song or um, St- Song of Storms or things like that, like I do, I mean, it's this game's built for you. And I've never really played a, a roguelike before, and this is Ooh. a great introduction to you. All right. When you die, you don't lose all your items. You keep, like, your most essentials, but there's still that punishment of death that yeah. is common to roguelikes. It does, it, does it have roguelike uh, randomization of maps and items and monsters? So the items are randomly generated. The overworld is not random, but when you go into a dungeon, the dungeons are randomly right. generated. All right, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Love it. Yeah, Andy, great job cool. on that. Um, I have reason to believe you own a Switch, so I'm going to give you the uh, Nintendo Switch Lite Yoke Comfort Grip Controller Guy thing. So thank you for uh, for calling in, and we'll give, I'll hand him that giveaway. That leaves us with Tyler. Hi, Tyler. Gentlemen, how are we doing tonight? Good, thank you. Good. You know, I was first going to call about the Switch. I have three kids ranging from 9 to 12, but while listening to you guys, I have a totally different question now. Okay. Uh, My wife and my 9-year-old love playing Resident Evil 5 and 6 on the Xbox. Yeah. But we're trying to find something new in that arena that's either on the Switch or the Xbox that my wife and my daughter could play together. Do you guys have any recommendations? Are you talking a co-op game, like action game you could play together, or and, just and survival to horror? Be, yeah, is it, yeah, is it co-op or horror, or are you trying to somehow get both? Both. I mean, we have Dying Light and games like that, but anything new coming, that's going to be... My daughter, who I said is nine, loves that gore, that just really? dark. Wow. Yeah. Well, have you played yeah. Evil Within? Yes, we have that, too. Amazing game. Uh, it's just oh. we're getting... I'd, I don't want to say we're getting bored, but we just really want something new. Reiner, what about that Friday the 13th game? That's a asymmetrical multiplayer game. That's 4v1. Yeah, it's 4v1. It's not story-driven. If you're looking for story, there's not much until uh, The Last of Us 2 in May, which is a okay. zombie survival game, which it's Naughty Dog. I cannot wait for that. Well, that'll, that'll be that'll on PS4. Be, yeah, that'll be great. But he's he doesn't have a PS4. I know he's got an Xbox and a Switch, oh, so I, that, can, I that can't a, help. I I got a PS4 too. My oh, son has right. that in his bedroom. Oh, we got okay. everything. We're kind of nerds, but it, I love it. Hey, that's so, that's not nerdy. That's that's awesome, is what that is. Uh, I would I'd have died if I'd have had a PS4 in my bedroom growing up. I didn't even get the Intellivision in my bedroom go, growing up. I I know these kids are spoiled. Right yeah, they got nowadays. it so good. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, Reiner, what is there for multiplayer horror? You know, or co-op, couch co-op horror? I can't, I can't think of anything that fits that description, really. Not, uh, not co-op. There's a lot of great horror games, but 
Yeah, that gives. Uh, okay. Yeah, that, that's that's a limited genre. Yeah, but they're so much fun. My wife, and I agree. I love the puzzles aspect of it, and just you know I what? Think they're just you know, be scared. You know, if you really want, if you really want a to bring your your horror to a whole new level, VR. VR yep, yep. horror games scare the bleep out of you. It is, you know, it's so real, it's so visceral, it's so in your face. Those games are, it, it's it's a whole different level of fright that you get because it feels like it's really happening, Tyler. And that's, oh. not to give you a, like, $500 solve to this question, yeah. uh, but, like, an Oculus Quest would go a long way here, or the P, even the PS uh, VR. Would go a long way here, and you'd have you'd unlock all kinds of horror titles. Like half the catalog of the VR games are horror games. The one thing I'll okay. say about that too is, yes, it's single player, one person in the headset, but it's just as much fun to, to watch. watch that yeah, player play, especially a horror game. Yeah, the way they react is totally worth it. Awesome, gentlemen, thank you. And I got to say one more thing to you, Charge. My wife met you at the state fair. This last fall, and she's absolutely in love with you. So Aww. I'm gonna keep her away from you, otherwise <laughs> she might leave me. You have good taste, Tyler. Uh, thank no, your I wife, try. and thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, Reiner, yep. when we come back, you played through one of the most beautiful and grueling platformers ever made, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. We'll get your full review when we return to Video Games Weekly on the Fan. This is Video Games Weekly on The Fan. Door near you. Welcome back. Final segments of Video Games Weekly. Paul Charchi and Reiner with you. Reiner, you... Yeah, we got to give a shout out to Finn the dog, who's listening right now. Oh, oh, God, yes! I I always think to myself, thank heavens for <laughs> Finn the dog. Finn, Finn, oh Finn, Finn. yes, Finn the dog. Yes, sorry, the official mascot of Video Games Weekly. Yes. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, you saw Finn the dog uh, reacting to the open of Video Games <laughs> Weekly. It's so he's adorable. A, he's so cute. He's so cute. You played one of the most grueling and beautiful platformers ever made, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. And because you are a glutton for punishment, a masochist, yeah. you gave it a 9-5 out of 10. I said, hurt me more. Hurt me more, baby. I love All right, it. Tell, tell us about the game, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. So this Ori and the Will of the Wisps is the sequel to Ori and the Blind Forest. Mm-hmm. It's the second uh, entry in the series. You play as this little critter who... Starts out kind of slow, just kind of plodding along, running, and then eventually he, she ends up turning into like a superhero, right? Double jumping, dashing all throughout the air, practically flying, yeah. shooting all sorts of energy beams and stuff like that through a forest that is Gorgeous. littered. It's stunning. Everything's flowing. It's all hand-drawn, animated. Yeah. Looks like a, I would say a Miyazaki film, like a Studio Ghibli mm-hmm. more than Disney. Just the colors that are used, really vibrant, pastels, mm-hmm. bright pinks every once in a while, or blues. Like It's really stunning. Every every uh, level you go into is just like, wow, knocks your socks off. Yeah, and by the way, if you take even one second to just you know take in the beauty of the level... You're dead. You're dead. Yeah. yeah. So, Ori and the Will of the Wisps is not for the faint of heart. I wrote that in my review. <laughs> it's as 
you know, challenging as it is beautiful, they want you to work for progress, work for the story. And it also has a very heartfelt story. This is the first game nearly brought me to tears. Yeah. With the connection you form with the character. And there's no spoken dialogue or anything like that. It's all just these characters kind of pantomiming actions. But they really show these bonds that are formed through these little vignettes. This game does that as well. It tells a very different story this time, though. Goes places you would not expect, especially at the end. Mm. But the path there, treacherous. But in that, treachery is just a brilliance for platforming design. It is an action game. It's like a Metroidvania game, but it is mostly a platformer. Well, when you say Metroidvania, and again, we're talking about Ori and the Will of the Wisps, brand new out this week, is... um, is that Sam going to do a lot of backtracking, yes. but now I'm powered up and leveled up like you know, like Metroid yep. and like Castlevania. Now I can unlock new stuff. Yeah, so what that means, basically, Metroidvania, is you're going through a level. You'll mm-hmm. see something that looks interactive, but you can't do anything with it yet. Yeah. An hour later, you'll get this power that allows you to interact with a piece like that. And then all of a sudden, you start flashing back in your mind like, yeah. where did I see those things? Right. I need to go back there because those lead to new paths. Or in the Will of the Wisps starts very linear. It's very much holding your hand as you're getting like reacclimated with the action. Yeah. But then they just let you loose. And the whole forest, the sprawling forest, which is like three times as large as the first game. Oh, wow. It kind of feels like one giant dungeon where I'll get to a point in it and I'm fighting this big spider boss. It's like, I can't beat him. It's too hard. This game's too hard for me. And, and you know, as a gamer, you're like, do I not have skills anymore? <laughs> Eroding What's skills just not... at your advanced age, right? Yeah. Is something yeah, is something wrong? Like yeah. do I not understand this game? Uh-huh. But what turns out is you want to go a different way. They don't tell you which way to go. Sure. But you just kind of learn through your actions. You learn through halted death. progress. Through death and repeated death, death and frustration. Or, or roadblocks. Death or yeah. roadblocks. Mostly death. You're totally right. But then you go a different way and all of a sudden you start getting more power. So it's very yeah. much a pursuit of power. Okay. Uh, this kind of coming of age for this character, and you come back to that spider boss, and all of a sudden it it's not a threat at all. Mm. You take it down, you know, handle with your your first try. Uh, this game, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, reminds me of Cuphead and Celeste. We've seen these brutally hard platformers that people love. They love to lose, get their ass handed to them over and over and over again. This is a this is a thing that that gamers are absolutely embracing. I don't get it, but obviously there's a ton of people that love these these really really difficult platformers. Yeah, I was showing it to my girlfriend and I was like, "Look how beautiful this is." And I showed her this section and it was like died died. <laughs> I, I made no progress. <laughs> You're trying to show her the world. Yeah, it's like, see what it looks like. You can't see? get off that screen. Stunning, right? <laughs> um all right, so know what you're getting into. You know, you know, you probably already know. Do you like brutally hard platformers? If that's you, then this might be the game for you. Again, it's Ori and the Will of the Wisps. You can read the full review at GameInformer.com. Oh, 9.5 out of 10. 9.5 out of 10. Also, on Game Pass, Xbox One, and PC. So what? if you have Game Pass, you can... You already have it. it. If you have a Game Pass, it's included already? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. There you go. Man, Game Pass is just... It's a total game changer. We've alluded to this, I think, last show or the show before. Game Pass is so compelling for the first time this generation. If I were advising somebody who was buying a brand a new console right now, I would probably steer them to the Xbox One and Game Pass 
particularly because it's got so many older titles, and right. you apparently haven't played all those titles. So, you know, for the cost of 10 bucks a month, you get this extraordinary library. The one thing I will point out, I totally agree with you, but there is a physical version of this that is a collector's edition that comes with an art book. Oh, I bet and it's it gorgeous. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And a soundtrack. So both of those, if you like the physical goods, yeah. get the get the collector's edition. Wonderful. Um, we've got one caller, and then I want to talk to you about Fallout 76. We've got a massive new release coming as Fallout 76 is finally becoming the game that we always wanted it to be to Maybe. begin with. Hi, Bob. Hey, guys. This is kind of off topic, but I was driving home. I just dropped my son off at the airport, and I was driving home, and I heard you make a reference to the Mattel in television. Heck yeah, baby. <laughs> Utopia. I worked at Shock Electronics in Ridgedale back in the day, first-generation Atari, first-generation wow. television. Wow. Friday night at the mall, dead as a doornail, retail doldrums right after Christmas. Nobody in the mall except folks waiting for a table at one of the restaurants near our store. Yeah. And this guy wanders in, obviously three sheets to the wind, but real friendly, really yeah. nice guy. <laughs> okay. We've got the Intellivision set up facing out into the mall. And he says, can you show me how to play this? And it, we had the baseball game on. Okay. And, of course, at the time, the Intellivision was like, oh, my God, look oh, at yeah. this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, it was Tommy Kramer. <laughs> well, now the three sheets of the wind part makes sense. I didn't know and, you were selling Intellivisions out of Mother Tucker's. Oh, no, it was hilarious because I'm showing him how to play the game, and he's like, man, this is really great. And uh, and I'm just standing there, and I'm, and you know, and, and then about – 10 minutes into the tutorial that I gave him on the Intellivision, his wife comes tooling around the corner and goes, my God, do I have to put a leash on you? Where did you wander off to? What are you doing? Uh, and, and he's just kind of looking at her like, oh, sorry. She goes, our table's ready, for God's sake. So two, two, two days later, he comes into the store, and, and I'm in the back, and one of the guys goes, Bob, Tommy Kramer's out here, and he's asking for you. Wow. And I, and I walked out, and he goes, can you buy one of those things? Uh, yeah. I said, well, sure. Yeah. So he bought the Intellivision. All right. He bought he bought all the games. And if you'll recall, the, the problem with the Intellivision was the the Atari was a gold mine for us because the kids would wear those goofy controllers out. In yeah, right. Five could, minutes. Yeah, you could resell. So the parents were constantly shelling out for new controllers. Right. But the problem with the Intellivision was. The controllers were hardwired into the console. Yes, they were. That's right. And you and, and remember, then you slipped that thing over the controllers for each. Yeah, of the, the overlay. Games. That's right. Yeah, for the gamepad. And you, you bet. And, and you and so the deal was is Tommy kept Tommy and his buddies. He says, "Yeah, I got all the guys coming over from the team to play the game." Well, they would pound on those controllers because remember they were touch pads. Yeah, they were. Yeah. So I sold him like ten in televisions because he'd wear it out and he'd come and go sell me another one. And it was just like, great, yeah, no problem. That's and, awesome. Yeah, and, and again, nicest guy you'd ever want to meet. Yeah. Um. And and then uh and and he and he sent me a bunch of business. A, a lot of the players would come in and go, yeah, can you sell me one of those things that I've been playing over at Tommy's game? So that's awesome. I, and I when I heard the word when I heard you guys talking about the Intellivision, I thought, oh my god, I haven't thought of it. I mean, this was late seventies. Yeah. That oh for sure. A while ago. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Bob. That's a great story. Appreciate you, you chiming in tonight. That's, uh, we've, uh, Tommy Kramer's come to several, the, several, at least a couple of the Friday football feasts over oh, the wow. years, and he's always been a super, super nice guy. Um, legendary post game at, on the Bloomington Strip in the old days. 
Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Fallout 76 Wastelander is coming in about almost exactly one month, Reiner. Mm-hmm. This is a major change to the way Fallout 76 has always been. For starters, get this, humans, human NPCs. You're, it's not. It's no longer just a bunch of robots and the other players. Yeah, it completely undoes the whole focus of what Fallout 76 was going to be. Yes. Where every person you meet is real. Now it's... It's just another Fallout game, a traditional Fallout game, and that's what people want. That's all we wanted to begin with. Hopefully. We haven't played it yet. We don't know yet, but yeah. adding NPCs with dialogue trees yep. and, and quests, yep. that sounds like classic Fallout. That's what I want. That's what I'm hoping Fallout 76 turns into. You know, Bethesda decided what we wanted in the next Fallout game. They were completely and totally wrong. We wanted another single, you know, primarily... Oh, no. So, you know, or, or multi, multi it can be multiplayer co-op. A we co-op want a co-op, fallout. co-op, co-op awesome. fallout. Great. Yeah. Yes, we always want. We would love to have. Co- they built a PvP Fallout game for us. Yeah, that nobody wanted. No, we co-op's great, and that's finally where we've gotten. So the NPC, human NPCs, finally in the game. Tons of tons of spoken dialogue, new quests, new storylines, choices and consequences, unique companions. All of that finally getting loaded into the game. Um... The lead for Fallout 76 is a guy named Jeff Gardner. Yeah, great guy. And he said, we realized in hindsight that what we do best is NPCs and talking. Well, yeah, that's because that, that's been every other Fallout game. And Skyrim and all, you know, all the others. This is, this is what they're good at. This is what we want. And <laughs> we're they're good finally at making, giving it to us. We're good at making the games we make is basically what he's saying. Like, right. We tried something different. It didn't turn out. No, it didn't turn out. So 18 months later... We may finally be getting to a point of Fallout 76. And I'll mention, by the way, mm-hmm. this is a free update. Yeah. You know, if you're somebody that played Fallout, you bought Fallout 76 when it came out a year and a half ago, hated it, put it on the shelf. This is your chance to dust it off next month when this comes out. And you're going to be looking at a materially different game that has evolved many ways since it launched. And Fallout 76, by the way, you can get it for 10 bucks. Yeah, I bet you can. You probably, yeah, I bet it. Yeah, 10 bucks. Go to GameStop. Get it for yeah, ten bucks. Ten bucks. Um, and now you'll get this free update, and you'll have basically like a whole new Fallout seventy six experience. Not too shabby. No. Uh, Nintendo is teasing Lego Super Mario. It came through their official Twitter account, and there's virtually nothing on it. Do you believe that Lego Super Mario? And all we know is really basically the name mm-hmm. Lego Super. Mario. The, the tease didn't really tell us anything. Do you believe it is a Lego video game set in the Mario universe? Is it physical Legos that you in which you build Mario like landscapes and settings? Or is it both? I think it's both. But I think the first thing we will see are physical Lego sets mm-hmm. that lead the way to maybe a twenty twenty one game. This is just me speculating. Okay. But I, I do think it'll be both. It makes sense. I think there would be a lot of interest in that. I mean, the Lego games are extremely popular. Now, the Warner, Mario games are extremely popular. You put that together, the physical Legos are extremely yeah. popular. It feels like a no-brainer. All of the popular Lego games are done by Warner Brothers and TT Games. Yeah. They do all those. Lego Indiana Jones, Jurassic Park, Star yeah. Wars, you yeah. name it. Lord of the Rings. Would this be a part of that? Would they be developing it? Kind of like Ubisoft doing yeah. Rayman and, and Mario. I assume so. I assume so that you know why wouldn't you use them because they know how to make all these Lego games great and you know they're all good. Yeah, but for the most part, I don't think Warner doesn't own the Star Wars license and they make those games. That's true. 
Um, last thing on Mario. Mario Kart Tour is the mobile version of Mario Kart, and mm-hmm. they finally, whatever, six months later, added in multiplayer, which should have been... <laughs> you don't launch it without multiplayer. It's a competitive racing game. With it's no multiplayer. so weird, yeah. Unbelievable. Still not playable. Uh, probably not. No. Um, is E3 going to get canceled? Yes. I think it will, too. Yeah, I, I'm concerned. Like, we've already lost a bunch of huge game conventions, right? Mm-hmm. Game Developers Conference. Uh, yeah. There was, in Seattle, the, um, what was it, Emerald City Con, the big comic book game kind of thing. Yeah. I think E3 is the next thing to fall. I do think you will still see Xbox doing something big at that time virtually. Yeah, sure. They'll, they'll all do what Nintendo does, right? You know, yeah. You'll basically have a direct-to-consumer you know, show of some kind, right? And E3 was already in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, it's E3 almost was like, in trouble. It's almost like an excuse, like, oh, coronavirus. Is this, so let me ask you this. So let's assume E3 gets canceled this year. Microsoft will still at the same time, right, and, and Sony at the same time and Nintendo at the same time will still probably do some releases and, mm-hmm. you know, give us some information about new stuff that's coming and use that time period to do something. That might be the end of E3. People might go, you know what? I got everything out of this I needed to do. Well, I didn't have to go to downtown L.A. and, and dork about the... millions? Tr- right. Spend yeah. millions, distract my development team, badly distract my development team for a month. Yeah, the future of messaging is definitely mm. these perfectly manicured messages that you release online whenever you want. Right. Like Nintendo yeah. has been doing for years. And Sony's doing it now, too. Sony's doing it now, too. Um, great job, Ryan. Hey, thanks. Had a lot of fun here. We're back in, I believe, two weeks. I'm pretty sure there's a wild game next week, and I believe we are back the week after that. Correct. That sound right? Yeah. Brianne is confirming. Yes. We will, so we will talk to everybody in two weeks. Have a great two weeks. We'll talk about Doom Eternal at that time. Yeah. And I think Final Fantasy VII. Are we there yet at that We're, point? No, that's April now. They got that's April. Oh, it's right. Uh, MLB, the show. Oh, yeah, MLB, the show. Yeah. yeah. So we've got some big stuff to talk about when we come back. Big games are coming. Weeks. Absolutely. If you missed any part of the show, check out the podcast, KFAN. Fan on demand, also available on iTunes. Talk to you in two weeks, everybody. Bye-bye. You are listening 